You're listening to Informed, informal chats about theological topics to help us know and understand God together. Informed. Informed. Hi everyone, Simeon here. Welcome to Informed, the short version. And today I'm talking to Philippe about baptism. Hi, Philippe. Hi. So, baptism in water, a really important part of becoming a Christian, isn't it? It is, yes. Um, Each time you read about baptism in the New Testament, it's always in connection with people becoming Christians. So it's obviously an important and and a central subject. Um, Acts chapter 2 is particularly a particularly good example, isn't it? Peter's preaching to the crowds and... That's right. Um, So Peter uh, rises up after the uh, on, on the day of Pentecost when there was this big stirring in Jerusalem as a uh, result of um, um, the early disciples being filled with the Holy Spirit and spreading around the, 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 the crowds that come for the festival and telling them about Jesus and speaking in, in their own languages about, uh, about him. And, uh, and, so, uh, and so they ask, you know, are these people drunk? The crowd wanders and Peter stands up and says, no, no, it's only nine o'clock in the morning. This is what it's about. It's about jesus and the one that you crucified god raising from the dead uh, because he's the the true messiah uh, the one that we've been expecting the one that the old testament prophets spoke of and what you're seeing today is the outpouring of the holy spirit and this quotes joel as one of the prophecies that uh, looks forward to it and um, <clears throat> and so uh, this jesus that you crucified god has made lord and king and people are cut to the heart, it says, and they said, brothers, what shall we do? And Peter, uh, being the, the apostle to whom Jesus entrusted the keys of the kingdom, uses them to let people into the kingdom and say, okay, so repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. And this is not just for you, but for your children and children's children, and all who put their faith in Jesus, so for us. So, so there you go, right at the beginning, right at the foundation of the church, uh, uh, Peter lays down the foundation of the Christian faith. And it's to do with putting our faith in Jesus, repenting of our sins, being baptized in water and receiving the Holy Spirit. So they, in a sense, there's three commands. Uh, believe in Jesus, which obviously the people were kind of responding to, uh, because uh, that's what Peter been talking about being baptized in water, sorry, re, uh, uh, repentance, be baptized in water, and then there's a promise receiving the Holy Spirit. Okay, and here are the kind of almost the, the, the four corners of the foundations on which we are to build our Christian life. And so, if you go to another passage like um, Hebrews chapter six, uh, <clears throat> when the writer speaks to the Hebrews about not laying again the foundations because they, by now they should be more mature and moved on uh, in Christ. He's, he, he lists the foundations and, uh, and there is the, there they are. Uh, um, faith in Jesus, repentance from dead works, and it speaks about baptisms. Baptism in water, in other words, and baptism in the Holy Spirit. And it says these should be foundational to your faith. And having those in place, you can then go on to maturity. And he uses the phrase, if God permits, we will, we will go on. Um, and he uses almost the, the language of, um, of God as, as a building surveyor. 
who checks that the foundations are there. And if they're there, yes, then, then you can build safely on top of that because uh, your foundations are solid and well in place. So baptism in water is very much a, a Christian foundation. Yeah, yeah. so the, there are some there are some wonderful Bible loving Christians who would take a different view um, and see see a link between baptism in the New Testament and circumcision of boys in the Old Testament and say it's, it's not for it's not for converts only, but it's also for the children of believers. Yes, um, yeah. they should get because they're being welcomed into the, the into God's family. Um, but that's that's not what we're seeing in the New Testament, is it? No. Um, baptism in water is always associating with faith, putting our faith in Jesus. And um, a, a, a key passage there is that passage in Colossians 2, where Paul links indeed uh, circumcision with baptism in water and what he says to to summarize and people can look at the verses uh, in chapter 2 verses 11 and 12 basically what he says is this is that just like um, when children were born in the flesh they were uh, uh, brought into God's family through circumcision when a person in the new covenant is born again they are brought into the family of God through water baptism yeah so it's as a response because somebody is born again because they put their faith in Jesus that they are uh, uh, in water uh, that they are baptized in water and I think that does make sense because as I understand it the the people the boys who were circumcised in in the old testament weren't it wasn't to do with who your parents were it was to do with being descended from Abraham and the descendants of Abraham in the new testament is anyone who has the faith of Abraham and believes God's revelation uh, in Jesus in this case and yeah. um, and so yes that's that's those who are who are repenting not those who have parents who've repented yes that's right that's right yes and it, it's not just baptism isn't just a um a symbol is it it's not just a symbol or a evangelistic opportunity it's something deeper than that yes I mean it, it does carry uh, uh, a number of of symbols which I've got to do uh, with uh, being washed clean of our sins and uh, being cut off from our pagan past, but at the same time, um, <clears throat> I think I think of it more as a transaction. Um, the um, um, Common Book of Prayer puts it, uh, or Book of Common Prayer, if I, if I can call it properly, it puts it like this: an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace given unto us. So uh, what we do when we are being baptized, apart from being obedient to Christ, uh, because Christ gave the common go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, <clears throat> what, what we do is that in obedience to that command, we receive the grace that God gives us in salvation to deal with the sin in our lives and experience the resurrection power of Jesus. So, so it's, a, it's a very, very significant event indeed. Uh, Paul, Paul talks about baptism as being uh, baptism into Christ, being united with him and, and sharing in his death and his resurrection. 
Um, That's right. He doesn't say baptism symbolizes these things. He, he's saying baptism does these things. Yes, because um, when we become Christians, we die. We die to sin. So what do we do with a dead body? Well, we bury it. That's what baptism is about. So that death is enacted uh, in baptism, in burial. And that's what uh, Paul in Romans 6 speaks about. Uh, <clears throat> he, he uses this very terminology of being buried in baptism so that we can be raised up in newness of life in Christ. And, um, and, and that's what, that's what the, the good news is about, is that uh, you know, we've been united with Christ in his death and resurrection. And because of that, we are freed from sin. We are being freed from sin. And so we are finally, finally freed from sin one day. Uh, and, um, and can enjoy the new life that, uh, that we received in him. Yeah, so I, th I think baptism is, is um, it's a really important thing, isn't it? Peter talks about it being a way we, we express ourselves to God, a, you can translate it a pledge of a good conscience or a appeal for a good conscience. But either way, it's it's yes. it's talking about baptism as as in your words, a transaction, something we're saying to God. Um, and it's also a, a, something that God uses to work in our lives. So can you be a Christian and not be baptized as a believer? Yes, you can. Obviously, the thief on the cross. But, yes. but he's the exception, not the not the norm. And God's. God would love, I guess, everyone to um, to have the full experience of what, what he wants to do in their lives. Yes, absolutely. Um, being baptised in water is taking a step towards receiving the fullness of what God has for us. And of course, we won't have time to talk about the other aspects of financial life, which is receiving the Holy Spirit and being baptised in the Holy Spirit. But this is the same, the same dynamic. And so, you know, why should we um, sell ourselves short when God has got so much for us, really? If you want to dig into these things a bit more, then uh, have a listen to uh, Philippe's uh, longer conversation with me. Uh, but for now, it's goodbye from me. And from me. Bless you all. Bye.